we should let everyone know what's going on. We should. And this who is we a, are and what what are we doing here? This is uh, episode thirty. I'm Bobby Navia. I'm Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back to the couch, everybody. We're back in our chairs that we lie to you about next to our as couch being a couch. <laughs> we are. I, we we pointed this out a while ago, but we yeah. do we do not sit on a couch. No, not well, anymore. We, yeah, we used to. Yeah, we used to. We moved to the chairs. Um, the chairs just doesn't have a good ring to it. Yeah, no, the it's, chairs. No, yeah. But but we're thinking about the couch. Yeah, you know, in our always we are in a mental couch <laughs> right now. Um. So so anyway, we're here on the couch in our chairs, uh, ready to do something a little bit different this week. So week normal. in and week out, we review movie trailers. We do to upcoming movies usually. Yeah, usually. <laughs> um. And so this, uh, as it's been mentioned before, uh. Dorian co-wrote and directed a movie Woo! called Chicago Rot. Yeah. Um, and um, and Bobby was first assistant director on the film I was film first as assistant well. director. Yeah. And appears in one scene. If anybody can spot Bobby in the movie. Maybe that should be one of the You'll contests. win something. Yeah. I no. should just make the contest about me. Find Bob. Where's Bobby? <laughs> yeah. It's a Where's Waldo contest. It's a Where's Waldo you contest. You got to watch the movie and find Bobby. Yeah. Because he's in there. I am. Um, Every time I watch it, I feel like I... I feel like I'm. You look at that spot. No, I do. (laughs) But like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, dude, that was so quick." You know, no one's gonna know. And then like the more and more I saw it, I was just like, "No, I'm right there." Yeah, there's a good chunk there. (laughs) (laughs) It lingers a little bit. Oh yeah, in a good way. You're in there. Yeah. Um. I'm. You know. I guess the the credits uh, at the end of the movie. We'll give it away. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll kind of give it away. But anyway, you know, still spot Bobby. It's a fun. It's a fun little game to play. But anyway, so. You wrote and directed a movie, co-wrote and directed a movie. I was a uh, first assistant director. Yeah. And um, and this movie's available. This people. movie's available yeah. now. I'm going to tell everybody where it's available on yeah. right now. Uh, Xbox, Google Play, Reverie, Vudu, Vimeo On Demand, FlixFling, Steam, YouTube, Amazon, Xfinity, and iTunes. And Terror TV now. Terror which is TV. A Roku channel. Right. So if you have yeah. Roku, you can download Terror TV and it is uh, playing on there frequently. Yes. Since uh, I do follow them on Twitter and they're always posting about it. Nice. So it's really great when, it, yeah. when they decide to air it and stuff like that. Um, so this week, for this week's episode, we're going to talk about, we're not going to so much review the trailer. There are two trailers up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, we're going to more so just talk about like the behind the scenes of them. Dorian cut the trailer with uh, our cinematographer. Ryan Barina. Yep. So we're going to get a little behind the scenes as to like when the trailer was released, stuff that happened. There's an international trailer that was uh, made as well. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about those separately and then just talk about the movie a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's a unique opportunity since we review trailers and we break down, you know, the choices that other people have made, you know, that we can only sort of like deduce based on what we see there and what little information, you know, is released at that point, you know, about movies that we have to like sort of, yeah, make these deductions about, um, you know, and inferences about what, what their intent was, why they made these decisions with the trailer and the effect it's having on us. Does it make us interested or not? Yeah. Um, and it's October Halloween. It's October. I was going to say Rocktober, which is, but Rocktober, yeah, but like Rocktober is already a thing and it's kind of, yeah, it's a little too similar. So that that needs some work, but, um, (laughs) But yes, it's October. It's horror season. Uh, we made a horror movie. It's a lot of other things as well, but it is a horror movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're redoubling our efforts to just push this back out onto the world and just get more people to, to see the film because we really think that uh, anybody who's interested in this type of stuff would be uh, thrilled with yeah. to see something so unique and so different from what's, you know, uh, readily available out there currently. Yeah, and we've had, you know, the movies shown at a few festivals and a lot here in Chicago. And yeah. There have even been, uh, you know, don't don't get me wrong, this isn't like an opportunity for us to stroke our egos or anything because there have been a lot of people who have enjoyed it. Yeah. And there's been a lot of people who, like, don't like it. Fucking hate it, yeah. But also still, like, come up to, like, Dorian or, like, Brant, who's uh, the lead actor and the other co-writer, and, you know, have said that they haven't liked it, but there's still been, like, a really great, healthy conversation about why it wasn't liked right you know so and that's kind of one of the reasons why like we're doing this too is because we want you to watch this movie and if you love it we want to know and if you don't love it like let us know as well yeah because 
we wouldn't be doing ourselves or our show a favor if we were, yeah. <laughs> if we just wanted to stick to everything that we liked because there's definitely tons of trailers and movies that we you know we don't like but we try to give you a good reason as to like why we don't like them yes and it's not just us you know just shitting on it yeah. just to shit on it you know yeah and you know as we've mentioned before on the show too that like you know we we do this in large part because we want to continue to grow as filmmakers as well right so like analyzing these things seeing what's happening in the world excuse me the world of film and you know how it's being promoted and what's working what's not working according mm-hmm. to you know the current culture and how people communicate nowadays versus yeah. you know how they used to uh, all these things, you know, we're just trying to pay attention to and, and stay critical about and really understand the the what and the how of all of it and not just sort of the effects, you know. Right. All right. So before we started recording, we watched the very first trailer that yeah. Dorian and Ryan cut. Yeah. The official trailer number one. Official trailer number one. From 2012. And, uh, and then we watched the international trailer. Mm-hmm. So from the get-go... I want to say that I like the international trailer more than I like the official trailer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Only because I feel like the international trailer uh, is more makes uh, the character of less. Less is the main character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to try and stay away from spoilers because if you're going to watch this and yeah. you enjoy listening and want to watch the trailers, we want you to go and see it. Please. Yes, please. So um, less is uh, the main character of the movie. I feel the international trailer sets up less's story. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm in for it. And then the the first trailer, the official trailer, um, Dave, who is the police officer, the guy in the trailer with the mustache, he feels like the main character of the movie, mm-hmm. you know. And it feels like it's going to be his story. And then the trailer pivots to to less, and and then we're then when then we're with him the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. So it feels like compared to the international trailer, it feels a little like disjointed. Okay. But um and then it just really amps up like the, you know, the craziness of the world that you built, you and like Brant built for Chicago Rock. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like, you know, the international trailer has um all of those elements like just come into harmony mm-hmm. in that one. Okay. Like the <laughs> the human characters, the supernatural elements, the horror stuff, the you know, the bloody stuff, it all just feels a little bit more uh, harmonious in the international trailer. Sure. And in the first one, it's just sort of like, let's set up a story and then, you know, we have, you know, less and then let's get to like the crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get people in. And then, you know, we're killing in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, killing 2013, our yeah. favorite part of the trailer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was released in 2017, by the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> we were a little optimistic about our, uh, our end date. I remember... Uh, you guys having because uh, sometimes I was just on the peripheral. The movie was finished in 2015, though. Right. I'll say that in our defense, yeah. the movie end of 2015, the movie was done. Right. We just festivals, getting distribution, all that took up another year, yeah. a little over a year, and all that. So we finally released in 2017, but the movie was finished late 2015. Um, so we were only a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good. Okay, so explain because. Not that we were all having like different meetings about stuff, but like I was taking care of different things, you know, AD wise, but peripherally when we would have pre-production meetings, like I would, I would overhear you guys talking about, talking about things, but why in the middle of production did, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this question. Like I wasn't part of production. Right, right. Why in the middle of production (laughs) did you guys decide to make, to cut a trailer? when the movie wasn't even done yet was what was the purpose of that? Cause I feel like I know, but also at the same time, I don't want to yeah. theorize. Uh, we ran out of money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. We ran out of money. Right. Um, that's yeah. We had to, we had to stop production. Mm-hmm. Um, we had only shot. We shot for like three months. Probably no? we shot for two months. Two months. Yeah. Okay. November. Uh, we started our first day of shooting on Chicago rot was 11, one 11. Yeah. Uh, November, November 1st, 11. 2011. I think yep. that'll be my Chicago rot tattoo. 11111. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we ran out of money and had to shut down production and try to figure out a way to fundraise. Right. You know, cuz we had already done a Kickstarter campaign. That's right. For the initial funds mm-hmm. uh, for the movie. We had an executive, we had an investor 
and you know the money that she gave was amazing, um, but it wasn't quite enough as we thought. Obviously, turned out to be mm-hmm. you know <laughs> even more off than we thought. Right, right. Um, so we did a Kickstarter campaign to raise supplemental funds, which was successful, thankfully. Yeah, and. Um, so that was really its main purpose was uh, in cutting this trailer was to be a fundraising tool. Okay. And I will also mention that, you know, since we had only shot about 60% of the movie, mm-hmm. obviously we didn't have the entire film's worth of footage right. to work with. Exactly. Um, but one very, very important thing in particular we did not have was any footage of the antagonist. Uh, you know, the oh, bad guy. In yeah, the movie. We had right. not shot anything with the bad guy of the movie. Okay. And this is a revenge film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like cutting a trailer for a revenge film without having the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a uh, little bit of a, a an obstacle there. Yeah, so yeah. to your point also about how the trailer feels a little disjointed, the original official trailer number one, because it feels like Dave's the main character. Yeah, it starts and then with it kind of kind pivots of. to less. Right, yeah. Right, right. Well what we really what we were trying to do mainly was, you know, because we wanted to introduce all three characters. Right. Um, three main characters. There's Alex, um, the the woman that you see at the beginning mm-hmm. who's Les's love interest. Yeah. Um, also Les is her love interest, I should say. That's a that's a mutual <laughs> road. They um, love each other. Yes, they love each other. <laughs> they are both important people whose feelings matter. Um, so there's there's Alex and Les, and uh-huh. they have their relationship. And then there's Dave, who's right. the cop with the mustache, who's you know coming after Les for a you know for his own reasons. Yeah. And more of a he's got a vendetta mm-hmm. against Les, and and he wants to exact that now that Les is out of prison. So so basically, we wanted it because we were playing up this like you know mythological character in a lot of ways with less where he is this like street vigilante you know he's got this like batman-esque kind of like backstory you know we wanted to play up that like at the beginning that you know we would introduce these two characters by having by introducing their relationship to less so like we'll get alex at the very beginning talking about her relationship with less and then dave talking about his relationship with less right and then get to less himself okay i can see that um you know so so kind of introducing him from the outside perspectives and that there are and that in in a sense that this is not a character that everybody loves you know because he's like cleaning up the streets and shit like that it's like there's there's two sides to this coin that makes the Um, your explanation of that makes the if I were to divvy up the trailer into three parts, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, Dave, Alex, and then Les. Yeah. That makes the, you know, freneticness of the end of the third part, which is less, it makes it a lot more sense. Sure. Yeah, because it's cool. just so fucking all over the place. Yeah. And it <laughs> looks like you're just like, hey, I'm just going to throw everything at the wall. But it's like, no, this is actually less like characterized. Yeah, it's kind of, it's which, is, yeah, which is, which yeah. is that, you know? Um, so yeah, so, okay, I can see that. That makes a lot more sense. So yeah, so it was kind of a blend of both of those because we yeah, also yeah. did, you know, we had these great like makeup effects and like the violence yeah. in the movie is really like the visceral nature of it is is a really important part of the film, mm-hmm. um, not just for the prurient or I shouldn't say prurient because that's more sexual based, but um, more for you know just the really like vicious aspects of it. Yeah. Uh, also have like a narrative purpose, mm-hmm. very strong like narrative and thematic purpose. Right. So. This um, this trailer definitely sets up like that revenge. Yeah. The revenge, you know, tone of it. And like, like how intense this quest yeah. for revenge and is. And I mean, yeah. d- despite the uh, despite not obviously having, you know, the rest of the movie made and the rest of like the visual effects that come in later on in the other trailer, like this one definitely sets up that base revenge story. Yeah. Like it's clear that Dave's got a revenge story. It's clear that Les has a revenge story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Alex is tied to both of kinda them. Kind of caught in the middle. Yeah, yeah. right. And so um, that's what I like at least about the first trailer is that it's yeah. it definitely sets that up. And that's what we, well. yeah, really what we, you know, again, because partially we, we didn't have the really out there stuff, like especially yeah. as you'll see in the international trailer, if you've watched it, like these science fiction characters and mm-hmm. elements that, that become really, you know, um, prominent in that one. Yeah. Um, we hadn't shot any of that stuff yet. Right. So we also kind of had to like keep it at its core storyline, right. um, which is a revenge story at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like which goes in all sorts of fucking crazy ass <laughs> places. But at the end of the day, it is still about this revenge. Yeah. 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 And, um, and so, you know, we kept it focused in on that. And, you know, again, the two sides of that as mm-hmm. well with Dave's revenge versus Les's revenge. 
No, the the second trailer when like I rewatched it, like uh, I feel, and again, I know this is because he didn't have everything yeah. in the first one, <laughs> but I just feel like the uh, like like the wind up and the setup is mm. it's like it just gets you into it, and it makes all of the um, one of the one of the f- shots I like in in the international trailer is when um, the stuff that doesn't start making sense it's like a line in the di- a line of dialogue mm-hmm. when someone it doesn't says, make like, any fucking sense doesn't make any yeah. sense and then like you know alex is just like none of it makes sense it, it's like that moment in the trailer where you start putting in elements that don't make sense yeah <laughs> and like that's what i kind of love about it even <laughs> knowing what those are right. in the movie like narratively I'm like, oh, yeah, none of this shit makes sense now. I thought we were watching this movie about revenge. Now it looks like we're in fucking space or some shit, you know, like. Yeah, no, it was was the perfect kind of like piece of connective tissue, you know, for uh, to, yeah, make exactly that dive. Because, you know, that's really that is, again, represent that's not exactly how things flow in the movie. But that really is representative of kind of how it is. Like when Dave uh, when Dave's character does deliver that line in the movie is pretty much when kind of all this stuff really kicks off and he's been first exposed right, to it. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. sort of like, he's trying to cope with like, what the fuck am I seeing? Like, what am I really dealing with here? And, you know, and also just for the trailer to kind of acknowledge that for the audience, you know, and in a way say to the audience, it's okay if this doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. You know, like that's the purpose yeah. of it in the film. And like, you know, that that forms an agreement between the viewer and the creator that like, you know, I am going to pay this off in the movie. Right. But just trust that for now, you know, it's not going to be a total cut and dry scenario. You know? Yeah, like exactly. You're going to have to you're going to have to go down this rabbit hole to discover. Yeah. What sense this does make, yeah. you know, so. And you set it up really well with in the beginning with, you know, just what the what the revenge is all about. Like, mm. where, why are we getting why is less going for revenge? Yeah. So you set it up really and great. And that actually was another huge thing that wasn't shot. We yet didn't have. The trailer, yeah. The first was, one. was the uh, Les's mom dead yeah. on the ground mm-hmm. with the, you know, child Les's hands like pressing up on the window, looking down at her. And again, seeing the villain standing over her. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that yeah. we can all in that scene establish, you know, OK, this is what happened to him mm-hmm. that fucked him up. Yeah. This is the guy responsible, yeah. you know? So having like just that shot alone and that shot was in a lot of ways devised. Um, that wasn't originally in, in the script. No, it, it wasn't. wasn't. It was, yeah, it became it part of the bathroom sequence. Yes. Um, in, uh, the ho- in the motel, because we realized at that point we really needed to establish the villain. Yeah. Um, it was not clear right. and, you know, some of the effects work that we did, uh, you know, obscured some of what the original intent was as far as conveying that information. But, you know, we had this emotional reaction from Les already in this bathroom sequence and, mm-hmm. you know, it made sense at that point as much as I'm not usually into like flashbacks, yeah, things like that for him to be really like thinking about and remembering, you know, the trauma yeah. that, that brought him to this point. Right. Cause he's, he's doesn't look good at this scene in the movie and yeah, when he right. just kind of like catches himself in the mirror and it just kind of is like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> how did we get here? Right. You know, <laughs> type of moment. So it, it really made sense. And like it did, it really, it added all that context we needed for not just the emotions of that mm-hmm. scene, but to take us where we're going next in the film. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, then on top of it, it also, it became, because it was this really, um, you know, efficient, but I still think artistically really beautiful uh, uh, scene in the film. Um, it does have this efficiency of information mm-hmm. about it that worked really well for a trailer. You know, it's like so much about the basic setup of the story is conveyed in just that one shot. Yeah. That like to, yeah, to use it as a framework for the beginning of the international trailer was pretty much like a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. I think like that was like, you know, Thought one was we should cut an international trailer. Thought two was well, I know exactly how to start this thing. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? So, um, so yeah, so it was really it was really great. And that you know to jump to kind of yeah jump back and forth a little bit. That was again something that turned out to be a really big advantage about mm-hmm. stopping and cutting that first trailer yeah. and then starting back up again. Right. Was little things like this that we discovered about the movie. You know, I'm not. I'm 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 not recommending that people run out of money 
and cut yeah. a trailer yeah, <laughs> or just shut down production and cut a trailer. I still think if we could have just shot the whole movie and then gone into trailer world, yeah. that would have been great. Um, but lot, it's the nature a lot of, less stress. Yeah. yeah, no, you roll with the punches. You know, you do what yeah. you got to do. Is you know, the only time you fail is when you give up. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that's really the most important thing. But um, you know, I also say like I uh, on that on the other side of that, I don't regret any of this. I'm not like yeah. upset that we ran out of money yeah, and I had mean. to do this trailer. Like it all worked out great in the end. And like I think for us as new filmmakers, and especially dealing with something that was so much larger than anything we'd ever done before. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh you know it was we probably needed all the time that we did to make this movie yeah you know yeah. like at the, the end of the day were like a blessing in disguise right, totally like know, something so. really great yeah. resulted from all of that yeah. stuff and like so cutting this trailer you know some we actually even some of the places we still hadn't shot yet we found even better locations for right, right, right. Um, that we were way happier with yeah. um and that were more accommodating to, to just being able to shoot there and even some of the even some of the cast you know, like mm-hmm. if we weren't if we were having trouble with finding a location, like some of the cast even stepped up. Oh, yeah. When they weren't even totally. in said scene that we were looking for a location and we're like, hey, do you guys need help here? We I can do this. Right. Yeah. And you they, get like a random text. that's like, hey, I heard through the grapevine yeah. that your location <laughs> fell through. Do you need some help with that? And it's like, I mean, you know film school told me that like I'm an asshole if I ask you to do anything. Yeah, but right. but yeah, but we need a location. So, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, in retrospect, it's really interesting. Yeah, you know, how all that stuff played out. And then, you know, obviously, so then some of these changes that we, you know, things that we realized as a result of being able to cut this trailer, what it really did was allow me and Ryan, the cinematographer, to really look at what we had done, what was yeah. working, what was not working. Right, right. Um, where do we need to change? Where have we, div- you know, uh, where have we wrongfully diverted from the visual storytelling that we've established, you Mm -hmm. know, and then how do we continue to strengthen upon that? Because like when you've shot 60% of the movie, uh, you know, you've, you've already kind of set a lot of things in stone about the film. Yeah. So, you know, the tricky part to coming back, you know, several months later is like, you might've had like new ideas Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have to really be able to kind of like be, clear with yourself about like okay this is a cool idea but it doesn't fit with the movie with that the we're already making you right. know it would just be this totally random scene that has nothing to do with anything mm-hmm. <laughs> you know or if we shot this scene this way it would be totally incoherent with the way that we're trying to communicate these ideas throughout the rest of the film and that's just going to confuse people yeah. you know so so you know it was interesting like uh, you know, in one in one sense, it, it allowed us to hunker down and really dig into that and look at what we had done and strengthen and fortify mm-hmm. those choices as we moved forward with the, the rest of the film. Yeah. But also it made it. Yeah. It, you know, points where we really had to, like, be on top of ourselves. Yeah. To not run away with an idea that we knew no, would was no longer really viable to right, include right. in the film. You yeah. know, so. So it was interesting, like, you know, balancing out like that. But uh but yeah, and then obviously, you know, so that stuff then made its way into the final trailer. Like we yeah. made this change to the film because of this deficiency we realized after working with the footage cutting the first trailer. Right, right. We made it part of our production, you know, on the second batch. And then, you know, it obviously made it into the film. And then it became like the cornerstone mm-hmm. of how our international trailer was going to be cut. Yeah. It just, like, it's a good setup for the trailer. Yeah, no, like it's, it, and I it agree. looks really good. You know what I mean? And I, I like the, the POV. Yeah. You know, of it. Um, also, right. it's really great not to have and go and try and find a baby brand. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, we use a little little bit of trivia there for for everybody. Yeah. Um, the, the child's hands, child Les's hands that they, hit uh, the window. Isn't it? That's Quentin. Quentin. Um, yeah. That is our executive Dude. producer, Kelly Kerr. That is her son, Quentin. Yeah. Who's, you know, as another uh, just testament to how long this movie has taken to make. Uh, is now in college. He's in college now. He's in fucking college, <laughs> like like second year of college yeah. too. He didn't like just start yesterday. He was on yesterday. set the first couple of days with us. We yeah. were just like, you know, hanging out with this little kid, and now it, yeah. And then, then we were like, oh, we need a child's hands. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a child, yeah. and then now that child is in college. Right. So, so yeah, you know, people grow up. I'm it's sure he's crazy. sick of hearing about this movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he loves it. Um, do you but, have a favorite favorite part? <laughs> of uh the trailers at all like a favorite moment um for the first one and the international one yeah i mean you know the first one um i mean i i really love how did you feel watching the first one because we watched it yeah 
The first one I've, you know, so that one I've obviously seen like a ton yeah. of fucking times. Right, you know, we've right. been promoting that trailer for seven years now, yeah. six years now. Six years. Excuse me. Um, and, you know, and yeah, again, before we had the movie, like we would take the trailer out and yeah. show it at like festival, things like that. So, yeah, I've, you know, I've had to watch it so, so many times. But you haven't watched and it in a while. It's been a little while since I've actually sat down and watched it. Um, would you watch Chicago Rot? Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's a funny question because like, uh, I think I would. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would. Um, because again, like, you know, I, I think it's strengths still, still work really well. Yeah. And based off the trailer. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, you know, it, I think it's still, you know, again, for a, like a, a low budget independent film mm-hmm. is still pretty impressive looking. It looks like a movie. Yeah. Do you know what does. I mean? There are some things. I remember when you finished editing it. And oh, it looks watched, like a movie movie. We watched it, <laughs> right? Like I remember watching the first, you had like a three hour cut of this yeah. movie. <laughs> and I remember you texting me and being like, okay, I watched this and I didn't immediately hate myself after watching it. Mm-hmm. And then sitting down with you to watch it at your old apartment, I was like, is it bad that I kind of like this? Does that yeah. feel like a shitty thing to feel? Right. Like this looks like a, a movie like yeah. like that you actually know what kind of lenses and you know framing and <laughs> editing you know was to go into this because you know not to shit on other people who make indie films but sometimes the reason why it just looks homemade is because it, there is not any sort of consideration into taking uh consideration taken into like framing lenses yeah. how we're going to shoot this the Take lighting a, that kind of thing by any means necessary kind of approach yeah, yeah right which sometimes that works for a movie and you know yeah. i've seen some movies that have that homemade feel to primer. it that are like what's up primer oh it's yeah like exactly probably like the best example yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. movies made for like 10 grand right and right. it looks like it yeah <laughs> but it's fucking it's great yeah like script acting you know if, yeah, you, yeah, if yeah. you can if you've got a good script and good actors yeah you can get away with a lot, yeah. you know, like <laughs> right, you really right, right. can. Yeah. So that's, you know, usually the key for indie film. Yeah. And I like to, you know, I would, I would argue that we had that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, we also just had a lot of, and, but, you know, we didn't want to like restrict ourselves. We, you know, one of the big things that Brant and I uh, kept talking about when we were writing the script was like, let's not say no to ourselves on the page, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Like, right. we know creatively, like, and we didn't write things that were like, okay, this is going to cost $4 million to do because right, we need right. like a thousand extras and whatever else. It was, you know, stuff that like we still had a concept. Like, I, I don't see why this is impossible. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can at least see some things that would, um, you know, allow us to create this on the budget and the scale that we're actually going to be mm-hmm, working at, you mm-hmm. know, so. So yes, it was. It's sort of a, you know, it's a double-edged thing. You like you want to be free, but you also want to be like kind of reasonable. Yeah, right, um, right, right. You know, right. so but at the same time, like don't you know, don't write something and then just start telling yourself like, no, we can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. we'll find out. You know, yeah. go ask around because yeah. there were plenty of things in this film that we you know kind of thought we wouldn't be able to do. And it was like, well, let's just try. Yeah. You know, when we get told no, we'll fix it. Yeah, and we're ready for that. But. Then all of a sudden we got a yes, you know, and yeah, it was like, right. well, fuck, we can do this. <laughs> so, you know, if we had told ourselves no, we never would have gotten that yes. Yeah, know? right, so. right. And the, the, like, the color palette of the first trailer, like, definitely sets up the world really well. Yeah. Like, yes. just in general. Yeah. You know, the, there's, there's a definite color palette, like, it's a little grayish kind of, not monotone. I mean, you used to have, like, colors everywhere, but yeah. it definitely sets up, like, a different side of Chicago. Yeah. Which is where it's shot in, you know? It's like even when it's daylight, it's like kind of dark, you know? It's like it's got a, it's, there's just like these shadows kind of like trying to press down on everything. Yeah, yeah. One of my, my favorite, I think my favorite moment from the first trailer, or at least when I get excited, it's what got me excited when I watched it for the first time when you, we, when you guys were done cutting it was uh, just all the movements with the cars. Mm -hmm. Cause in like some sort of childlike way, it was just sort of like, Oh my god! I've I've seen cars move in trailers and other movies before, and uh-huh. now it's happening for ours. Uh-huh. Like getting on and off ramp and off and on ramp, and yeah, just right. like pulling in like on Milwaukee Avenue, that kind of thing. Like it was just so cool to see all that in motion. You know, uh, having been behind the scenes and seeing like, oh yeah, you know, the crane is gonna come down here as like you know Brant and Shira like pull up. You know, uh-huh. and, and, yeah, and, oh, and yeah. it just looks nice. You know, yep. it looks. You know, official. Looks like a, it looks, it looks like legit. a movie movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Some people kept telling us, they're like, oh, it's like a movie movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think my favorite part from uh, 
from the international trailer is the part that I told you about when that line pops in with, you know, none of this makes any sense. And that's like the moment in the trailer where, oh, shit. oh sorry. That's like the moment in the trailer where, you know, stuff starts not to make sense, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. And I like I love too. I love all the I, I think I like the international trailer more only because like it just I feel like it gives me a more well-rounded taste of what the movie is, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give anything away. Like yeah. I, I can't piece it together, even though like I know what the story is and I know what happens. There's like very cool visuals that don't feel like you're trying to sell me on the movie purely with the visual with the visuals. Yeah. Like the visuals are a bonus to like this revenge story that you're going to be getting. Right. You know, in it. Yeah. It's, you know what I, so yeah, I, you had asked, you know what I see, what I go see Chicago rot. Yeah. Would you see Chicago rot? And and I said, yes, uh, which I think, which is an honest answer. Okay. Um, You know, as as honest as I can be, because who the fuck knows, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to like tell myself like, I'm not, you know, but no, fucking, I wouldn't, I spent, I wouldn't go yeah, see this. Dude, I've spent seven <laughs> years like, you know, working on this like every day of my life. Yeah, you know, right, so right. I, I, who can tell what I can even remove myself from at this point? But, <laughs> uh, you know, just looking at it from like a more objective standpoint, like, sure, there's things about it I don't like. I yeah. actually, one of the things that I, I, I have actually always disliked about this trailer. The first one. Uh, about the first trailer. Okay. It's always bothered me. What's is you know, so when things get really crazy towards the end of the trailer, yeah. we get the release the Berserker, right. and then I think my favorite well, so my favorite cut in the trailer mm-hmm. is when we see the guy with the baseball bat coming down. Oh yeah. And then it cuts to Jeremy stabbing the photo of Lou the Jew. Yes. On the um on the cutting board. Yeah. Uh, it's just it works that the motion carryover between the two shots is awesome. You know, the way the sound effect hits in a satisfying mm-hmm. timing where you you imagine even though you're not seeing the baseball bat anymore, it probably made that same sound at that same time. Right, you know, right. it's just it's very engaging. It like it gets your mind, you know, it's one of those nice like subconscious things that like gets the viewer's brain doing something, you know, and that brings them in. Yeah, it's like. Even though they're not consciously thinking about that, like they're part of their brain, you know, put that baseball bat connecting with something. Yeah, right. You know? right. And like that's an engagement <laughs> of the mind, and that's what you want trailers to do. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, so that's a I, I feel like a great cut, and uh, but like right after that, just about the time that like we see the doctor then pulling up and like starting to get the berserker out of yeah. the trunk of the car, I just feel like it takes a dip. Right there, it's because the music's not that crazy at that point, uh-huh. and the shots aren't as crazy as they were. And it just you know, we need that to like get to that moment where then the berserker busts in, and he's yeah. shrieking, and we like then everything goes fucking you know yeah. back to 11. But there's kind of that dip, uh, at that point in energy. That moment in the trailer makes me feel like I'm getting too much of the story, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I remember when watching it with you right now, like I I feel that dip. Mm-hmm. I feel that dip in that moment because you're kind of ramping everything up. You're getting yeah. ready and then the car dies. Yeah, right. And it's then like, like as soon as like yeah, as soon stutters. as like the berserker gets in, it's like holy shit, she's alive. Yeah, right, you know, let's, right. let's drive to the gas station and get more gas. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I feel that dip, but it's at that point that I feel like because I know that because I know that scene, I know what happens in that scene and what happens before and after that. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit to me, it feels like I'm getting too much of the story. Like it's too much of that edit of that scene from the actual movie, where it's like, okay, we're gonna pull up, and yeah. now he's gonna open the trunk, and we're gonna see the fingers, and we're gonna go up the stairs, and mm-hmm. like it was just too much that happens in that. It got, lull. Yeah, yeah, it got a little like pedantic in that moment yeah, yeah, where yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. you know. One of those things where, you know, we've already seen him call the berserker and we've seen stuff start to go crazy. Like if we just show this like creature coming out of a car, it probably would have been fine. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those like or the release the berserker straight to like shrieking and we're in the apartment yeah, or right. something, you know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, there's you know and that's a, and that's a it's funny because that's one of those things that <laughs> is a big amateur filmmaker thing to do. Uh-huh. Where and and that was a big part of when you mentioned earlier, like this long ass cut of Chicago Rot that originally existed when we first cut, yeah. you know, the whole movie together. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, extremely yeah. long. Uh-huh. And um, but you know, a big part of what got cut out of the movie is like people entering and exiting spaces. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. like it's just one of those. Th- I don't know. When you're shooting, you feel like you have to cover all that. Right, yeah, you're like, exactly, I need to yeah. see this person come in, and yeah. I need to see that. No, you don't. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like you know, I the number of like hallway shots. <laughs> 
that we cut of like, oh, he's coming up the stairs now. Oh, cut now he's Chicago rot, dude. I could. Get, it's like as long as <laughs> the finished movie is probably the hallway That's cut. So good. <laughs> That's so good. Um, you know, and it's just the more you like, then you get in the editing room and you're looking at, it, you're like, why the fuck do we have all this footage? <laughs> like, what did we waste all this time shooting these hallway scenes? You know. I'm we'll um, just talking it up to you, very prepared and very thorough. Yeah, that's no, all. But it's, you know? but it's funny because it's like a yeah. lot of uh, just filmmakers starting off, like yeah, do yeah, the yeah. same thing, mm-hmm. and that's and you can see that in this trailer that like for whatever reason Ryan and I felt like we have to see the car pull up and stop. Yeah, and this guy gets out <laughs> and then he gear. opens the trunk, you know, <laughs> and it's like no, if you just show a trunk opening, you assume like there is a car, it is stopped, and somebody <laughs> just opened it, right, you know, right. <laughs> like. It's it's all there. So so anyway, that could you know that part could have been trimmed down, and maybe that like lull was always just something I didn't interpret properly, telling yeah, yeah, me yeah, yeah. exactly what I just said, which is like, dude, you don't need this stuff, right, right. You know, just like let's just keep moving, let's just go to it, right. and you know, and a big, and I think a big part of what why I feel that lull so much too, um, every time I watch it is that uh, to kind of compare and contrast this official trailer with the international trailer once again, that you know I. Uh, this this original trailer, um, again, you know, has this kind of parallel structure where it's like, okay, we're gonna get Alex's perspective, then mm-hmm. we're gonna get Dave's perspective, and then we're actually gonna go with less. Yeah. But so it's like, you know, it's one of those things where we kind of the first like fifteen or twenty seconds of the trailer, we just kind of look at the same thing from three perspectives. Yeah. So there's not any forward momentum yet. Okay. You know, it's yeah. all lateral movement mm-hmm. in a way. And, you know, that's creating its own kind of forward momentum because we're like, okay, there's this other person involved. Okay, they're perceiving this this way, you know, right. all this type of stuff. But so we don't really get moving forward, though, until that, like, halfway point when things start to get a little nutty. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, cool, we finally geared up and now we're moving forward. And then all of a sudden, exactly, you said, you know, the car stalls for a second. Yeah, right. And you really don't want that at that point because it's like, we already spent a little time getting here. I'm enjoying the payoff. So, like, let me continue that. Whereas, you know, the international trailer is all forward momentum. Yes. It just, it starts with the basic, like we literally. It's a fucking freight train. Start about, start with like the flashback. Here's what happened in the past that predicated all of this. And then pretty much everything in that trailer is like chronological from the film. Yeah. Um, So it really, it really does. I I should also mention it's, um, uh, it's always cracks me up too that the, the entire first trailer, the official trailer, number one. Uh Uh-huh is all like from the first half of the movie yeah there's nothing like there's <laughs> yeah. nothing a tiny bit past past the halfway mark yeah, i should yeah, say yeah. because there's some of the brawl which is a little more around like the one hour mark oh yeah 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 um so i will say like you know we didn't shoot i know i said I, we had only shot 60 percent of the movie mm. we didn't shoot in total chronological order for the film so we had no. shot some stuff that took place later, later in the film the but everything you end up seeing in that trailer is from, yeah, like the first 60% of the movie's runtime. So like everything in like the entire back half of the film, which is, you know, arguably a like totally different movie, Mm -hmm. you know, there's not even a hint of. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, so it's always funny. And then, so the international one, you know, we really do take you up through, you know, some stuff that you see towards the end of that trailer is really from like the the later, you know, act three of the movie. Yeah. Um, If we're, you know, going to analyze it in paradigm terms, but, uh, but yeah, so, so, you know, it it was cool to be able to work that way and and be able to, but also, yeah, it gave it a totally different kind of energy because it was Mm -hmm. like, I can just keep moving forward because there's nothing to stop. You know, we have, we have so much plot and so many ideas in our movie (laughs) that like, if you want to just go forward, you can do that. You can do it for three hours. (laughs) We we only did it for an hour 43 in the end, but, um, but you know, so yeah, for a trailer in particular was like, man, I don't have to worry about being sacred about anything, you know? And also for us too, it was like the movie had been out for like a few months at that point. So we Mm -hmm. were, you know, we were always, we were always cautious about like how much of the sci-fi stuff do we want to show? Yeah. Is that just going to confuse people or like turn people off who think they're going to see this really like brutal horror film, revenge film, you know, all of a sudden see these like alien looking dudes with guitars, like in green lights and shit and go, know about that shit you know i don't know objective i I like to think objectively like it it gets me more interested yeah like it's like okay revenge horror we got some uh, bloody shit there's this creepy bald creature coming around and then like once the lights happen i'm like oh yeah what is oh yeah this took a this took a left turn 
I think we you know? were, yeah, we wanted to keep some surprise for the audience. You yeah. Because that's something we've all obviously lamented is just like trailers that give away everything. Yeah. That, you know, when you go to the theater, you're like, oh, I actually had already seen the movie. Right, right. Just in two and a half minute version. Yeah. Um, the international so, trailer is a good like jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know, I want to know how how to put it together, but I got to watch the movie to do so. Exactly. So and that's what makes it feel like it's not giving away a lot right. when you do and, have a lot in there. And exactly. And I think you know, because you know the movie, that yeah. it's like, even though it feels like we gave a lot away in that trailer, like we didn't. No, you, you know, didn't. There's no, no, still so much yeah, more. Is, like, yeah. you there's know. even <laughs> like shots that are not shots that are in the movie, uh, like the intro to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the opening musical number and, you know, other sequences that are not even present in that international trailer, yeah. you know, at all yep. that are good, you know, um, like connective tissue to, totally. to scenes and stuff like that and how they connect. Yeah. So um, it was cool how we were able to evolve, you know, how the movie gave us those opportunities to, you know, I'm really glad these two trailers ended up the way they did. Yeah. Um, because it also is just illustrates that, like, you know, our movie has so many different things that it's doing Yeah, that we have these unique opportunities to, like, okay, well, we can portray it as just this or we can portray it like this. Right, right. And they're both accurate. You mm-hmm. know, we're not, like, misconstruing the film or misrepresenting it to people in either one of these trailers. Um, and there's even other routes we could go with with the trailer that would still, I think, be totally accurate to the film. And um, still draw you in in the same way. Right, exactly. Like, still draw you in. Like, I'm just thinking about other ways and other elements you could switch out for the international trailer, let's say. Right. It would still be to sort could of be a like, romance movie trailer, Yeah, it could just know? be like, holy shit, like, look at this fucking scene right here, or this sequence. Like, I got to watch it because of this now, you <laughs> right. know? Goddamn. But, um, so, yeah, but so, no, you yeah. know, it was, it was cool to have that experience. And, and I guess, you know, as a final, or, you know, maybe final point here. Yeah. Um, you know, we can go back to this is something that, uh, you know, we've we've actually struggled with a little bit with the film is just is marketing it. Yeah. And, you know, it's something we've talked about about uh, with a number of these trailers and like Big how, learning experience. Yeah. How we've we've started to understand, you know, why certain trailers are certain ways, because it's like marketing a movie is just one of these like fucking arts yeah. You know, that like to do it effectively and and actually like penetrate with the audience, especially nowadays where there's so much shit, you know, mm-hmm. competing for people's attention. Um, you know, it's it's like a magic trick when you fucking get it to work. Yeah. You know, and especially um, a trailer. Yeah, exactly. Especially Cause, a trailer. Because that's something, you know, our movie is a big genre blender. You know, right. it's really got like, you know, it's 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 a crime drama. It's a romance movie. It's a fucking horror film. It's a sci-fi movie. It's a surrealist fucking nightmare. (laughs) Like it's all these things. And like, you know, to us, that sounds super cool. Yeah. To a lot of people though, that sounds like, well, what is it then? Or just wait, you know, is it? Yeah. Like, I don't, well, I don't, I don't, I mean, I like, you know, I like horror, but I don't know about all that romance stuff or like, you know, science fiction shit. And we've had, again, this is not ego stroking, but we've had a few people, you know, go see the movie Mandy and then, you know, reach out to Dorian and his fiance Hannah and say, hey, I saw Mandy and it really made me think of Rot, yeah. which is super nice. Huge compliment. Huge, yeah, huge compliment. I love Mandy. <laughs> but, you know, in the in sort of the, um, you know, movie talk and the Twitter and, you know, Facebook and everything like that. Uh, you know, Mandy, Mandy came out day and date on VOD yeah. and in, uh, you know, limited run theaters and it's been sustaining its run in movie theaters and growing over the past couple of weeks since it came out. Yeah. And uh, I actually saw this article that went up today or yesterday, and I, I can't remember where the outlet is. I'll have to post it. But it's actually it actually said that Mandy is doing so well that it's forced the distributors to rethink how it's marketing the movie. <laughs> right. And Mandy only had one trailer. But I think I think how they market it is perfect. No, like, yeah, but yeah. like I'm sure, but I'm sure in their minds they're thinking like, oh, we marketed it for it to be like, we're only gonna play this on a few screens right. for a week, yeah, and then like push it for VOD, and you know the marketing has like backfired on them in like a great way where it's like, no, we need this in theaters more, yeah, you know. So it's like it's interesting to hear that like their marketing might have been more towards like VOD. Yeah. We're going to push this for VOD, right? We're not going to cut a lot of trailers. We're not going to have a lot of TV spots. We're not going to invest in that marketing. Yeah. We're going to invest to get people to eventually rent and or buy this 
you know. Right. Yeah, they put most of their advertising dollars probably towards getting it like at the top of lists and like banner ads yes, on exactly. like all the VOD services. Right. So when you get because re- that's the thing, you know. Again, we've us having been released, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the day our movie came out on all the VOD services, it was like you still had to look for it to find it. Right, exactly. You know, because yeah. if you don't if you're not a big studio movie or you don't have a bunch of money to pay them to like bump your shit up, you mm-hmm. know, you're just part of the mix. Yeah. And so even if you're a new release, sure, there's like if you went to the new release section, like, you know, for like two days, we were on the, you know, yeah, yeah. first visible like line of stuff before you had to click <laughs> right, see right. all or whatever. But um, you know, after that, it's just stuff keeps coming out, mm-hmm. pushing you down the line. So you got to yeah. pay them to like keep you, you know, like as a featured thing. Or if you're getting tons of rentals, obviously they'll promote right, right. you because it's good business they'll for them. But, up, yeah. but anyway, but yeah, if you look at the trailer for Mandy, how's it marketed? It's a straight up revenge movie. Yeah, it re- it's it is. It's you know that trailer is like you know. A and part when of you when you go in, you're ready for it. But the first hour of that movie is not that trailer. No, it's totally it's different. Not. And like you know, our movies it kind influences of the, same way. the like, revenge portion of it. Yeah, but you know, it's a definite like. Okay, this trailer got you here. Now we're gonna like. Yeah, now we're gonna show you what we really have on offer. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly what we were trying to do. Yeah, right. You know, having having Nick Cage. Helps <laughs> a lot, um, you know. Hey, Nick Cage is in this crazy movie. Yeah, you know, right. It's like a, a pretty good pitch in and of its own. Yeah, but no, that was. But you know, I that's part of you know what I attribute the success of the movie to is the fact that like yeah, they gave it. You know, that trailer is very much a revenge film, mm-hmm. but it definitely you know hints at Surrealist all of the moments. craziest yes. other shit that's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really push in that direction. Like, you know, the Horn of Abraxas, things like that. Yeah, like, that's, right, right. None of that's in there. Yeah. You know, it looks like this weird horror revenge film. Right. And, um, and then you see it and there's so much more there. But like, again, you had to, they had to market it that way to get people into the seats into it, to actually right. fucking watch this thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, similar again, the, the parallels with our movie, I think are, are manifold and, um, yeah, that's just one of them. But, uh, yeah, couldn't be more proud to, uh, to be compared to a film as exceptional as Mandy. Yeah. And couldn't be happier to live in a world where a movie like Mandy exists and is being successful. Well, the great <laughs> yeah. thing is, is you can watch both movies back to back right can. now, They're, people. They are both available <laughs> on the same exact VOD services. Yes. Package them up, folks. Um, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I feel great about it. Are you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. You're good. I like your trailers. They look nice. Thank you. They, they're, so they're, they're really cool. There are trailers. There are trailers, yes. yes. There yes. are trailers for um, our film. And, okay, I am going to stroke a little ego right now it's, it's for, for the end of it. I think that both trailers really highlight everybody like behind the scenes. 100%. Yeah. Like I everyone's mean, thumbprint. Sam, is there. Jeremy, Kelly, you know, Ryan, Persephone, Ryan, Persephone, yeah. just everybody, you know, the makeup girls, you know, yeah. everybody just. Crystal and Rebecca. Yeah. And Hannah and Brandt on the production design, 100%, costume design, like, all that stuff. Yeah. I think that's another, I think that's uh, the only like ego stroking I'll do is the fact that like there's a, uh, there's physical evidence of everybody behind the scene, like in those, in the trailers, you know. Uh, and that's what's really like cool to see when like we send it out or we get responses from it. You know, it's really, really, really neat to see. So, um, and I think that's also another thing that when like we review trailers on the show, like that's what we try to look up. Mm-hmm. Like who's written it, who's produced it, yeah. who's done this, who's right. done that. So like if we tend to go off on tangents about those people, like there's a reason. Yeah, because exactly. At some point or another, Personally we are those people. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and we yeah. know like, them as like well. Like how invaluable and how yeah. under-recognized, you know, those people's contributions go. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and and to, to further that point and the ego stroking, I will also say that uh, what you guys would probably never even think of is that... <laughs> We would never have been able to get all of this amazing footage if there wasn't somebody on our set telling us when the fuck we needed to move our asses a little bit faster. That was me. Because we only had this. Yeah, I'm talking about Bobby. (laughs) First AD. That's what they do. They keep shit on track and moving forward because, like, yeah, we've got all these ideas and all this, like, you know, we're in this artistic realm of like creativity and like I want to go with like what I think, man, and what I feel in the scene. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. However. We only had this location today. Yes. And we can't afford to have it tomorrow. So yes. you got to get your fucking scene shot, you yeah. know, also. <laughs> so if you don't get all of these shots, you don't have a scene and then you don't have a finished movie, mm-hmm. you know, and that's uh, so you need somebody there to fucking keep your ass in check. And that's Bobby. And so 
you know, that's people, you know, even even if you think beyond just like the writer director, you know, kind of like a celebrity thing, mm-hmm. you know, if you go further than that into the crew, you usually get to. Yeah. OK. The other artists, you know, the right, production right, right. designer, the uh, you know, the the makeup artists, uh, the cinematographer, the sound designer, you know, people like that. But no, it's even deeper down than that. Like, oh, you yeah. Know, you could go to yeah. the fucking accountants and shit like that. And they're still valuable. But like. Even, yeah, guy like Bobby, who's first AD, that's, you know, just making sure, like, things are moving along and that, like, being that backup to make sure that, like, you are going to finish your day. Right. You know, and have your scene done. Like, if yeah. things need to change, sure, that happens. Like, shots change. Mm-hmm. Little things happen. Like, you can't avoid that shit. But, you know, somebody's got to be there that's just, like, keeping the bigger picture in mind of, like, what really needs to be accomplished today. Right. And making sure that that happens. Right. And that's fucking Bobby. And we couldn't have done it without him. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Appreciate it. Of course. Um, I had fun making this movie with you guys. Yeah. With everybody. Me too. It was great. It might not have looked like it from the outside sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was always good. That was yeah. an important thing. We always we always hugged it out at the end of every day. We always hugged know? it out at the end of each day, no matter what. Yeah, each other hugs, get tense, good but, day, you know, and that's it. Yeah, don't take it personally. It's not nobody's like trying to slight anybody. No, you know, it's like no. we're all just trying to make the best movie possible. Yeah, yeah, and we're all passionate about it, and that's why people get like heated sometimes. It's yes. like you just got to remember that it's like they're only like that because they care about this as much as you do. Right, you right, know? right, right. That's the most important thing at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, everybody, we hope you enjoyed us talking about the two Chicago Rot trailers. Yeah. Once again, Chicago Rot is available to buy and rent on... I'm going to read it off again. Yeah. Xbox, Google Play, Reverie, Voodoo, Vimeo On Demand, FlixFling, Steam, YouTube, Amazon, Xfinity, and iTunes. And if you guys watch the movie, um, I'm going to post both the tr- both of the trailers. Nice. And uh, let me know which one you like better. Yeah. One or have a one little the, vote off. Yeah. Yeah. One, the first one or the international one. And uh, we are on um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, under Chicago Rot. Just type in Chicago Rot, and you'll find us. And please follow us. You know, let us know what you think of the movie uh, online. If you think people will, other people will like the movie, share it, yeah. link it, do what you got to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, just check it out. Tell people about it. Spread the word. We could use it. We're not, we're not a big budget studio film. <laughs> we're not like guaranteed success in this world or that we're going to make another movie ever again. And right. we desperately want to. So like literally every, every rental, every little recommendation, every little thing you do, like actually makes a huge impact for us. It's not just like part of this stream of like millions of people that are already like in <laughs> on this thing, you know, like, no, we're still getting the word out. You know, this is, this is like, like a year or two later. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's still growing. Like things have been moving and continuing to like, you know, pick up, you know, speed and all that stuff, which is amazing. And, uh, it's really wonderful to see, but it only happens because of people like you, uh, actually getting out there and like telling a friend or like, you know, inviting some people over to watch it with you yeah, or whatever. And like it, it really does impact our lives uh, personally and significantly to uh, to hear these things, to know these things, and for you to do them. So, if you uh, appreciate the movie, appreciate independent film, appreciate uh, you know people just trying to bring new things to the table, um, then you know please give us some support. Sweet, we'll talk to you next week, guys. Yep, take care. Bye.